The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to be on the Strictly Anonymous Podcast, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody on my show remains anonymous. I change everybody's voices. We make up phony nails. Uh, nails. We make up phony names. I'm assuming people email me from phony phone numbers. I mean, from phony emails. What the fuck is my problem today? From phony emails. And you could call me from a blocked number. It's all cool with me. I don't need to know who you are. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have an interesting, true, naughty story uh, that you want to tell while remaining anonymous, you could be on my show. You could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or you could follow me on Instagram or Twitter at strict anonymous that's at strict anonymous on instagram or twitter and you could dm me there now if you want to talk to me on the dl because you got like a problem that you can't talk to anyone else about i love having those kinds of calls i do take those kinds of calls i don't air them they're private between just me and you i offer that as well that's a paid call it's a hundred dollars for 45 minutes i love nothing more than to analyze someone's issues and problems and break it fucking down so <laughs> i give unprofessional advice but i think i give good advice so if you want that that link to uh, book it is in the description. Now, uh, what else do I have to tell you? Oh, if you have a naughty confession that you want to just get off your back, I have a confessions hotline. I change the voices on the confession hotline as well. You could change your name on there. If you want to leave me a naughty confession, you could call in. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Five seven nine. Now listen, I do not answer that phone. I do not text message people back on that phone. I don't pick up WhatsApp. I don't do anything like that over there. Okay, that's just a place to take these uh, confessions. So if you have one, call. If it, it, you know, you have four minutes when you call up to leave your confession. If you need longer, just call back immediately after and give me more information and I will put those two together. All of my confessions as well as all these episodes early and ad-free as well as anonymous pics of all of my guests plus a new private Discord channel that has uncensored pics of all of my guests is available on my Patreon. It's only $5 a month. You could cancel it anytime. You see so many pictures of so many of my guests. They're all anonymous, but they're sexy pics of most of the girls. And then as well, like I said, you have an 
access to a Discord channel where you could see uncensored pics uh, and post and stuff yourself. An, an uncensored pic of all my, of my guests. That's new. That just started. So there aren't as many as those. But you could do all that on my Patreon. And you're going to see anonymous pics of my guest. He's going to go onto the Discord channel because he's very into masturbating and watching people uh, masturbate as well as people watching him. And he's a big exhibitionist. So the exhibitionist in him is going to be posting stuff on my Discord channel. So when you hear this, if you want to go see it, you could sign up. Like I said, it's $5 a month. You could cancel it at any time. The link is in the description. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now today I do have on Kyle. And like I just said, he is very into masturbation in the middle of this, in the beginning, not in the middle, in the beginning of this episode, I do call it like an addiction because he likes to masturbate a lot. Like he's like sometimes seven to 10 times a day. And I'm like, oh, you sound like you're a little addicted. But really what I think it is, and I brought this up at the end of the episode, is like a fetish. I think he has a masturbation fetish. He's really into it, uh, as well as being into other things that we get into. But we first talk about how he does like uh, not only watching people, men masturbate, men who are like him, uncircumcised with a big dick, a big white dick, uncircumcised is like what he likes to watch. And it's actually what he has going down himself. He did measure himself. He's got a big dick and he talks talks about that and if you want to know if he's telling the truth go over to my patreon but uh he does talk about how he got into watching as well as being watched because he went on to chatterbait would watch other guys he would go on there as well to get the adoration from men watching him because like i said he has a big exhibition side he also has a voyeur side he does like to watch he has been to masturbation clubs. I didn't even know that there were masturbation clubs. He says that they happen like one or two times a month. Uh, but he has attended those. When he travels for work, he talks about what exactly is going down there, what he's, you know, what he sees, what he's into doing when he goes there. He's also been to adult theaters. He talks about going to uh, glory holes and what goes down there. He's not into guys. He's only into women. When it comes to guys, he likes to watch guys masturbate. But really, when he goes into glory holes and he goes to adult theaters, it's more to watch couples having sex. He really enjoys that. Uh, he has been to a swingers club. He has a woman in town that he sees she's married he's married they you know hook up every now and then she's really into giving blowjobs and he gives some tips about how to give the best blowjob because that's what she was into <laughs> she wanted to give the best f and bj and he taught her how and so i was like give me some of those tips yourself uh which he does he's also hooked up with couples he had a couple couples that he hooked up with he found those on reddit too when he talks about exactly what went down there he enjoyed watching he also participated now listen like i said this is a guy that has a masturbation fetish when i say it's a fetish it's because he could do it seven to ten times a day he's going in his conference room he's going in the bathroom he's doing it while he's driving <laughs> you know he loves it and he also loves cock rings and that's where what we talk about towards the end which i think is interesting and i made him get a little specific about it and he did send me pics of his cock ring uh stash that he has he has a lot of them he's really into them i had a guy once 
that was into them. Only one guy did I ever meet that, you know, played with them and used them. And I liked it as a woman on the receiving end uh, while a guy's wearing it. If you're having sex with them, it does add uh, to it. And it is fun. So I suggest you listen to what he has to say about cock rings. He's very into them. He plays around with a lot of them. He talks about the ones that he likes the best. So if you want that information, make sure to listen all the way to the end. And then if you want to see the exact ones he's talking about and his stash, as well as see him in all of his glory on my Discord, go sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I'm going to be right back on with Kyle. Anonymous podcast. Uh, hi, Kyle. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So you have an interesting story because you do go to like masturbation clubs, which I don't really know much about. Okay. I'm sure some of my guests have been to them, but I've never really uh, heard someone that goes as much as you do. You do have a big masturbation thing going down and it's something I mean you said in your email to me that you do it like seven to ten times a day at work in bathrooms I mean that's a little excessive and you do like I said also go to these masturbation clubs you also have a thing for uncircumcised dicks so we just got to get into it because (laughs) I'm ready yeah is all of this going down like let me just get a little backstory on you are you married and how long you've been married for yeah, uh, I am married. I've been married a little over 12 years, but been with my wife for a little over 20 years. So I'm assuming that you do these masturbation clubs behind her back. That is correct. <laughs> and now, are, is there any kind of hooking up with guys that are going on during those events? No, not really. You know, there's occasional touching a little bit. I mean, certainly a lot of voyeurism in both directions. But no, my thing is definitely not to necessarily hook up with men, but just to sort of be present in those places and enjoy the experience. Right. So now I know that you did say that this masturbation, I would say you're a little addicted to it. I mean, it's like a seven to 10 times a day is definitely on the end of uh, the spectrum, right? <laughs> and most people don't do that. I assume so. I don't uh, never really pulled anyone, but I, I think that's probably a fair uh, assessment. Yeah, right. But so good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email. Strictly Anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's Strictly Anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Go all the way back. Like, when did you get really into masturbating? Because you said it was from the get-go, correct? Yeah. And, you know, I couldn't tell you for sure. I mean, I would guess like 9, 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once I kind of figured it out, it just became part of my life. You know, I don't think, you know, you say addicted. I don't, I don't know. I've never, you know, 
talk to any real professionals about it. Yeah. It's something I can go without if circumstances dictate, but if it's available, like I'm just, that's part of my day most days. Right. But I mean, seven to 10 days, seven to 10 times a day, every day. Listen, I'm an addict and I quit drinking, right? But I could go a week without drinking if I was busy or I couldn't go out. I never drink at home. I mean, it doesn't like addict, being addicted to something doesn't mean like you can't live without it. It's sort of like you just constantly have this itch that needs to be scratched and you can't not fucking scratch it. I don't know. Seven to 10 times a day is is a lot. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Masturbating, calming, sex, all of that is a stress release. So I would assume you're relieving stress, you're relaxing. But to me, when you are in that kind of state, there is a, a checking out that's going on for sure. Yeah, that's fair. That's it. I'm not, you know, it's also not like often it's, you know, multiple times and, you know, kind of back to back to back. So it's not like seven to 10 individual times oh, okay. taken out of my day. Oh, oh okay. Because that was like, that's a lot of times going. Because I know that you do say that you go into conference rooms, bathrooms. So I'm like thinking you're going in that conference room where we're talking right now, like, you know, seven times. So you could just jerk off like it, multiple times or co- like you, in, in one uh, jerk off session is what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. Usually really? like two to three. Certainly twice, but two to three usually. And I know and one other thing, because you do have a thing for uncircumcised cocks when you see them. You like that. That's what you look for. But you also are uncircumcised yourself. And there's something about having that foreskin that helps you with jerking off. I never knew that. Is that is that? A yeah, thing? I mean, I you know, again, without polling other men or, or talking specifically about it. Yeah. I mean, one thing that, you know, I don't know if I'd say help, but facilitates is that, you know, generally I don't use lube. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that means that if I want to go do it, it can happen real fast. I don't have to find a bottle of lube and clean up afterwards, et cetera. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that does, I think, make it a little bit easier to, to do it more quickly and more, I don't know, but efficiently, you know, so it's not as big a time consuming event right. often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but you can come two times in a row, one out right after the other in that time that you sneak off or go do your thing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and you know, I'm getting into my 40s now, so we'll see how long it lasts as, uh, <laughs> I as I get older. But, I mean, okay, well, I'll take your word for it. Uh, hopefully, it'll last longer. But I mean, I, I don't have a much, if any, long downtime. So, I mean, I can get off as many times in a row as I want to, usually. Wow. That's like multi-orgasmic. I wonder if a lot of guys are like that. I don't think so. I wouldn't guess so. No. Uh, but I don't know. Have you ever tested your testosterone? You're probably super high. Uh, I would guess it is. Right? But I, no, I never have. Yeah, I think you have. And I'll tell you this, uh, you know, from the guys that I've pulled, I have a lot of guy friends and a lot of them were big fucking players and <laughs> even the biggest player. I would say th- those guys slow down more towards the end of their 40s. That's when I've seen guys sort of come to, and then a, a lot more uh, when they reach their 60s. So you got a good 10 more years of seven to 10 times a day. <laughs> Great. All right. Yeah, you're 40, right? Advantage. Yeah, so wait. So now with your wife, I mean, what's, because, you know, you do this stuff behind her back, the masturbation clubs. Is there, uh, because you know, you're jerking off and you have this high sex, sex drive. I wonder, is uh, your wife enough for you when it comes to women or is there any kind of cheating that's going down as well there? Yeah, there has been. Not necessarily because she's not enough. I mm-hmm. mean, but just 
you know, I, it's honestly fun. Variety is fun, but that's more of a, like people that I've met for fun experiences. You know, I think I said my email, I think my wife and I have a reasonably normal sex life. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a very, very high sex drive. So, you know, she knows that I jerk off as much as I do, but we also fuck very frequently and that's part of it too. You have sex a lot, right? You're so you, everything's fine in your marriage, but to, to get a little variety or have fun on the side, you sometimes do entertain other females. Correct. Are you the one with couples too? Is that you? I have been with two different couples. Yes. Okay, let's get into that. So, like, how did how does how do those situations? Because you're like, oh, sometimes I do, but that's normally when I'm looking for some you know, variety on the side. I mean, do you go out looking for it? How do you meet, how did you meet those couples that you hooked up with and what went down? Yeah. So met them both on Reddit. The first time my wife was going to be out of town for, with my son for a couple of weeks or a mm -hmm. week or something. Mm -hmm. So I spent some time and met some folks that were coming into town who were looking and they, I think, played with multiple different people while they were here. But on a Friday night and then Saturday morning, we had a couple of hookups in their hotel. And so, but what were you looking for? I mean, you're not giving me many details. I got to like pull the shit out of you. Okay. <laughs> so like, you know, you go on Reddit, I go on Reddit, I meet this couple and I met them in their thing and that's it. I mean, what are the, like when you go on Reddit, what were you looking for that you found these people? And then what did you wind up doing with them? Like, what was that scenario that, that you were looking to experience? Yeah. So I was just going on Reddit to look to see who, you know, they've got them, uh, the feeds that are specific to locations. So yeah. for my hometown, looking for just basically anything I thought would be interesting, found these folks had always wanted at that time. It was the first time to honestly, among other things, just watch two other people fuck in the same room. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. See it and smell it and hear it, but was also interested in participating. So ended up talking with the woman and the couple for a while over some chats, got to know her, hit it off. We had a nice connection. We went out to dinner, had a couple drinks, hung out for a little bit. Met them back at their hotel, came in, she bought some music, she started blowing him while I sat in the chair and, and watched. watched a little yeah. bit and got myself hard. Then she blew both of us at the same time. Then he fucked her for a little bit. Then <clears throat> I got up on the bed towards the top by the pillows and she went down on me while he was fucking her from behind. He got off and then I fucked her for a while and pulled out and came on her and we all had a hug and a nice conversation <laughs> and cleaned up a little bit and went home, went to bed. Uh, and then we had a similar experience the next morning. And then I've talked to them several times and we'll probably do that again at some point. They don't live too far away. Mm -hmm. But that was that one. And were they super hot? Like, were they around your age range, older, younger? Like They're around my age range. Mm -hmm. uh, she's definitely, I think she's really sexy. I don't think if the average person you know saw her on the street, they'd go, oh my God, that woman's fucking incredible. But she was super hot. He was just sort of a normal dude. They're around my age. Had similar interests and likes sexually and non-sexually and good relationship with them. Yeah, yeah. And because you know you're a voyeur because of what you also like to do watching guys jerking off and stuff like that. I, I'm assuming that part of you is what went looking for the couples, like you said, to watch. Yeah, and I'd always wanted to be part of something like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in the right place and not just with anyone. And they were a good fit and it worked out well. And what about the other couple? You said a couple of couples? Yeah, the other one was when I was traveling. I was actually in New York. Similar deal. We, you know, looked online on Reddit for a while, kind of filtered through some stuff and found a couple that I liked. And it was much more of a just meet in a hotel room. And we didn't have much of a, as much of a connection before. And 
a pretty similar experience in terms of what went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. And is that the, and then you also play, I'm assuming, because sometimes you like a little variety. I know guys like you. You know, if I talk to a hundred cheaters, everyone cheats in very different ways and for many different reasons. I know guys like you who have a completely a normal, healthy, happy relationship at home. And this is just about variety, right? That's you. Do you also hook up with solo women and do you go looking for that or is, or no? Uh, I do. I don't, I wouldn't say I go looking for it. Yeah. It's mostly been with one woman here in town that we met after a NBA game at a bar, some friends of friends. We have the same profession. Um, and that's probably been going on seven or eight years. It's very intermittent. There's a period of time we both worked downtown that she had Friday afternoons off. We kind of had a standing. I'd go pick her up at work and she loves to give head and what man doesn't like that. Oh my um, God. So these are nooners like during the day in the back of the car? A lot of times. I mean, sometimes yeah. <laughs> other places, et cetera. But, and then she was really into like trying to figure out how to give the best blowjob. So we would work together and I would show her at least what I liked Mm-hmm. and you know kept working through that and for a while that was pretty regular it hasn't been for quite a while but it could be again at any moment or if one of us i mean she's married too if one of us finds ourselves you know alone for a week or a weekend or something like that we usually reach out and find a way to hook up isn't it so interesting what people are really doing behind closed doors and in secret and stuff i mean here you are two married people i know what you do for a living right with high power jobs in the back of the car, you know, cheating on their spouses, trying to well, figure out how to be, give the best blowjob. <laughs> to be clear, it's not usually the back of the car. It's usually uh, driving around. <laughs> oh, while driving yeah. even better. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so wait. So you're dri- you drive around. You guys are efficient. You get stuff done. You're driving around and she's blowing you. So what when you I mean, just real quick, just because I, I love talking about blowjobs and I I did a little episode about it recently. And what did you find or what tips did you give her to give the best of BJ? Well, I mean, the number one overall tip, I'm sure you would agree if you like to talk about it, <laughs> is enthusiasm that you're into it. And it's, yeah. you know, hopefully turning you on as well, but certainly into it. And it's not checking a box or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that eye contact and a variety of other techniques for sure as well. Oh, eye contact. You like the girl to look up while, you know, your cock is in her mouth and make eye contact with you? Yeah, both in her mouth. But, uh, you know, what I always tell her is, like, that's super sexy. The sexiest thing is to lick my cock from my balls all the way up to the head mm-hmm. while staring me in the eyes. Like, intense eye contact while you're doing that. Oh, interesting. I don't think I ever worked con- uh, eye contact into my BJs. I'm going to try it. Oh, it's... <laughs> I mean, you got to have the eye contact that's sort of showing the man, like, you love this it. is everything I want to be doing right now. Like, yeah, your cock yeah, yeah. is my number one favorite thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. So let's get into the fact, because you like, you know, cock is uh, your number one, your cock is your number one favorite thing. And also, you know, looking at other guys jerking off happens to be something that you're really into as well. Now, when did that start as far as like, I mean, did, was it like looking at porn when you were younger yeah, so I mean, I think it was always there, and I didn't really know it. Like, I was always interested as a younger person, you know, circumstances where people are changing or you're in a bathroom and you can see someone, like, just always interested in seeing what other guys' cocks look like. Yeah. But then my wife had a medical issue four or five years ago where we couldn't have sex for, I don't know, the better part of a year. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I I don't know that I knew what I was, what I was doing at the time, but kind of took the opportunity to figure out and really explore what it is that I liked and what 
turned me on and, you know, what things I wanted to experience in my sex life. Well, I still, you know, according to you, I've got 10 more years, but part of that sort of like allowed myself to understand that like, you know, a particular, like never really like watching men have sex, but particular parts of the man either solo or, you know, cultivating the type of men that are in the porn that I'm watching as mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. became a thing and just sort of allowed myself to acknowledge that and explore it and enjoy it and kind of took off from there. So what was the type that you were looking for? Like what specifically was it? Big white uncut cocks. Big white uncut cocks. So like basically, yeah. <laughs> yes. Correct. Are you big? I mean, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I am. I mean, like most men, I have measured myself many times. Um, oh, you have? Most yeah. men measure? How? Okay, so what's your measurements? So with a, you know, I do a Taylor's tape and a bone press deal. I'm a little shy of eight, over seven and a half, a little shy of eight. And then almost six, like five and eight tenths girth. That's thick, no? Six, six around? Yes. Well, yeah, it's not, it's a little shy of that, but yeah, pretty well close to that. Wow. Okay. So yeah, so you're big, you know, it's weird. It's funny. I, I can't wait to see the comments when I do post uh, episodes with guys and we do get into their dick size and they talk about how big it is. So many guys are like, ah, oh, he's fucking lying. I don't know. It's just guys in their dick size. It's kind of funny how they get uh, really, I don't know what, what the word would be jealous. I don't know. <laughs> you know sure. I mean? So wait, okay. So you're, you, you also have a big white uncircumcised cock and that's what you wound up looking for so did it start off with porn and then how did you get into the whole masturbation clubs i didn't even know that those existed well yeah i mean it started with the porn like during that time like went ahead and got the Pornhub premium and like started searching not knowing what would be out there but uh, mm -hmm. there is a fair amount of uh, of porn that you can find that is catered to you know uncut cocks yeah of course and you know, some of it is male, female, but then some of it's just men. Mm -hmm. uh, I do the right searches and I found myself seeing it and liking it and also really liking like women that like it, whether, you know, hopefully verbally, like really enjoy like porn where women are talking about how they like that the guy's uncut mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and playing with it. And like that really turned me on. And then, but as part of that, like you stumble across a fair amount of you know, dudes that are just showing themselves off and then kind of ventured into chatterbait where people are doing that and there's hashtags that you can find and then you know got myself on chatterbait a few times as well to have people make the similar comments back to me and really enjoyed that oh and now so when you're on chatterbait do, is it mostly guys that are on there watching you did you find yeah for sure right right and that was cool i mean you just like that attention whether it's men women even though you don't have an attraction to guys but you like that adoration yeah i think that's fair Mm hmm. That's interesting. So like, was that like when you realized that about yourself, was that confusing to you at all? Or was it clear? Like it was kind of clear, kind of enlightening and also like liberating and, you know, kind of invigorating. OK, so you so when you went on to Chatterbait, would you where would you do that when you were like home alone and your wife was out? I mean, how because how, I would think you'd have to do that in secret, right? Your wife doesn't know about this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, definitely at home. She works as well, and so I can work from home mm -hmm. um, often, and so able to do that. So you have a little bit of the exhibitionist going on as well as being a voyeur, correct? Yeah, for sure. And I'd say, I mean, probably more than a little bit, probably a decent amount in both directions. Right, right, right. Equally both. Correct.
Yeah. So how did you wind up at a masturbation club? And tell me exactly what goes down. Because I know that you said you once traveled to NYC. I didn't know that they had those here. <laughs> yeah. And I assume they're still going post-COVID. But just, you know, going up there for work and figuring out, like, what would be a fun thing to do? What could I do that would be fun, that would sort of be a part of this type of experience? Mm-hmm. You spend enough time on Google and you can find one. And they're, it's like once or twice a month, on certain days of the month, you know, random places, kind of like just empty, not really apartments, but more like almost looks like an art studio that's you know empty, absent some furniture, and it's kind of come and go, no pun intended, over a period of some number of hours, and you can show up, and you have to sign up in advance, or you can sign up there. I think one of them had a screening thing, which makes some sense, and it's basically, they oh, usually like have rules Porn's on the screen. rules against yeah. uh, you know penetrative sex, and rules on where you can come, and etc., which makes some sense, but just kind of dudes wandering around, either jerking off or watching other people jerk off. Now, so where can't you jerk off? Like on the floor? I mean, what? where do you jerk off? Like where it come, you know? They don't want any cloth or, you know, surfaces that you can't clean come out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you stand? Oh, everyone's standing up? Like paint the picture. Like are there couches or are there? Yeah, there's couches and chairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are, some people are standing up, kind of milling around. Most people that are like intensely, you know, if you're walking around, you can do what you can do but if like when you're really trying to get off most people have found a place to sit down mm-hmm. usually there's a group of people kind of standing around watching sometimes encouraging a little bit um i think that paints it well enough i think what's encouraging meaning like touching as well maybe a little bit but more like you know just making comments like but you got a nice cock like oh the stuff you love this is your right up yeah. your alley i mean masturbation yeah, this sure. masturbation club scenario sounds like top of the mountain for you because it's like everything you ever wanted in one place you're being watched you're getting to watch right i mean are you yeah i mean top of the mountain would be you know fucking a woman who's really into me while a bunch of people watched but this is oh we'll get to you're that. getting close to the summit but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. have you ever so you haven't done that yet no, I've, you know, I've been to some theaters where I've watched other people and, you know, been in the group of people watching and encouraging, but not been the, the star of that scene yet. Yeah, I just posted an episode with Casey where she had a whole bukkake gangbang in an adult theater. I mean, really hardcore. And I just, and there were couples there watching her and a lot of solo guys. And you just, like I said, you can't believe that these things are going down probably in places that people walk by, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been part of that, but never the Bukaki part. I've never had the you know woman who's participating want all the men to come on her, but certainly been in you know groups of people that have been watching. And it is, it's couples, it's singles, it's et cetera. Right, right, right. Now that masturbation club, I mean, are you, when you're sitting there and you're jerking off, are you on a high alert or scanning the room for that guy that's uncircumcised or is like any guy jerking off kind of a turn on? Uh, definitely looking for the uncut guys. Mm-hmm. And what are the demographics in places like that? Uh, it's usually a little bit older. You know, people in their probably low end would be mid thirties up to you know high end, probably mid fifties. Mm-hmm. And are, are I I would assume or is it like you know I mean do you see a lot of wedding rings or are you even noticing stuff like that? <laughs> no, I have no idea. That's it's, not it's probably not gay guy. Like, is it gay guys? Maybe. I mean, you know, because I'm assuming. I, I don't yeah. think so. I think it's probably more men like me. I mean, I think if you were a gay dude, you know, you probably have access to things that are more explicit than that. I, I don't know. I mean, I've yeah, never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. You know, I just think. I'm asking you one, but. Yeah, but I think, you know, for a gay man, what a great place to go if you want to see a bunch of straight guys, quote unquote, jerking off. <laughs> Because like you said, it's probably full with a lot of guys like you who are doing this on the DL 
privately. I don't know. Yeah. I think a, a gay men love a straight guy that, you know, maybe teeters on the edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I've got to believe that that's right. But uh, obviously no one's going around saying, hey. Yeah, yeah, you? I'm gay. Right. But no, I once had a guy that was big into glory holes and he would set them up and he would do a lot of guys coming over and he would see like guys with the indent on their finger you know like they took their ring off before uh, yes <laughs> do you know what i'm saying for what it's worth i'm pretty sure i just leave my ring on i don't you don't care <laughs> yeah yeah now did you ever go like you said like sometimes somebody has touched have you also touched other guys no not really no no and no penetrative sex ever is allowed in these masturbation clubs right yeah that's usually the rule yeah now what about when you've gone to these bookstores do you ever go into like glory holes and have anything go down and those kinds of things i've done that a couple of times uh, it's cool but i mean the for me i only want a woman on the other side and oftentimes there are men so i've had experiences where i go in and i could tell it's a dude i'm like okay well sorry not my deal but they're okay i'm like better you know where people are out in the open and there's more visual stimulation but wait a second so you though okay let's just go back to the glory hole situation you've gone in there and had women on the other side for sure yes Okay, and so how? And, but you could tell the difference between a guy or a, a girl. Like, what? Can, how can you tell? Is you bend down and look in and say, "Is this man or a woman?" Oh, okay. You're looking. I mean, you can't tell by the feel or talking. Of it. I mean, what? No, I mean, you could never tell by the unless. Yeah, yeah. I guess if there was a mustache or something, but no, you could tell by the feel. <laughs> I'm sure. Right. Okay. So I've never listened. I've never been in a glory hall, and you know, you, so you have to just like bear with my dumb questions. But so you, when you go in, because you very, because I'm assuming you know a lot of guys are going to be on the other side, and that's definitely right. what you're not into. You Correct. go down and you look through first, and you verify what's going on on the other side. Or you can just talk. I mean, the walls are thin, but yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think a lot of people don't verify. Most of the time I'm talking to guys that go into these places and they're interested in guys doing it. You know, I think it's interesting you're going in and you only want a woman on the other side. How many times have you encountered a woman on the other side? A lot? Uh, well, I haven't been to that many. Two that I can think of. And if you haven't been to that many, that's a lot. Because I, I would think that there's not a lot of women doing that. But you have encountered a two times women on the other side. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess maybe you'd be surprised, but it's usually a, a couple in yeah. there, and the, the guy's watching his wife do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've had those couples on. I mean, you're you're right. It's it's not like a single woman. It's most of the time a couple. The guy's watching his wife. So you you get the you first verify. So you've never had a guy do anything to you. Yeah, correct. And then the touching though that has just happened at those masturbation clubs. Yeah, or I mean, even if you know people standing around. There'll definitely be guys that offer, like, hey, do you want me to trick you off while we're watching this or whatever? Like, no, no thanks. But they might, like, put their hand on your shoulder or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, come up next to you, that type of thing. Have you ever gone on Reddit and looked for a guy to do, like, solo so masturbation one-on-one? -on -one? No, because I don't like to do any of that stuff where I live. And so yeah. when I'm traveling, I'm looking for, you know, kind of a bigger, broader experience. Yeah, and why Why you don't really have to do the work to set it up if there are these masturbation clubs, right? Right, yes. And, and they exist. I know you mentioned one in Portland, or right? Or was it Portland? Or No, Portland has – there's a theater called the Oregon Theater. That's where 
you know, I've got a friend who lives there, been there several times, and I think there are probably glory holes and stuff there, but it's just a big kind of old school movie theater. And at the front, in front of the last row chairs, there's several beds and couches set up and just all sorts of different people doing different things. So I know that you did say you've got caught many times. I mean, where have you got caught? I would assume it's jerking off. Yeah, it's just, you know, like I roll over in bed and that's usually how to start my day. And, you know, I think she's left for work and then she comes back upstairs to grab something or you know, comes back from the bathroom or something. I'm like, oh, shit, sorry. thought you were gone to work. Oh, so it's from your wife getting caught. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. She's never, though, found out or doesn't know exactly what it is that you're jerking off to, like other guys jerking off. Uh, not that, no, but I mean, she certainly come into our bedroom or like open the front door and I'm on the couch and there's porn on. It's usually a more standard porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we watch some of that together from time to time. I mean, she knows the porn stars that I like and you know, some of them we like together, etc. Yeah. Have you ever been to any kind of swingers club or anything while you've been traveling? Yeah, I actually uh, went one time here with the woman that we've had the sort of long term friends mm-hmm. with benefits relationship mm-hmm. uh, she and i went it's a one that's hosted in a hotel here didn't stay all that long just kind of wandered around had a couple drinks saw what we saw saw some people you know they had some rooms that were you know kind of open yeah you don't really go in them but kind of watch and we just wandered around a little bit got ourselves sufficiently turned on and went home and fucked like rabbits for a few hours yeah 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 and now because you were so turned on by everything that you saw there but you didn't do anything while you were there and let people watch you guys no, we didn't. Right. Now, were you afraid? Because you're like in your own town, you're cheating on your wife, she's cheating on her husband. Were you guys afraid of seeing anyone you know? I think we probably were. I mean, that probably played into the decision not to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, sort of had the like, well, look, we're there. No one necessarily knows we're there together necessarily if we're not doing anything. And like, if we happen to see someone we knew, well, they're there too. So, you know, kind of the mutually assured destruction type of thing. And we weren't there all that long. She's a bit like the female version of me to some degree with a super high sex drive and a husband that doesn't like to fuck that much. And so like when we get the opportunity that particular weekend, we were both home alone. Like we'll try and do something interesting to turn ourselves on. But like if we have that opportunity together, I mean, given our matched sex drives, like if we weren't going to do anything there, we needed to, to get somewhere soon. Cause I mean, you need to we'll spend hours you know, playing to release all that sexual tension is what you're saying. Well, yeah. And like, we both just like, we're both kind of wired that way. Like, you know, I can get off and go right back at it and want to. And she is as well. Yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting if you tested your testosterone because, you know, I have all these women coming on talking about getting testosterone pellets and guys get pellets too, especially when they get a little bit older and they start to lose it. You know, hormones just, when they do decline, you see a difference in your sex drive. So you must have really fucking high and her too. She's wired that way and you are you probably do have very high testosterone from the get-go yeah, that, that would make some sense now these so, masturbation clubs i know i'm just harping on that because i just haven't had that i just i don't i haven't heard a lot about it i mean are they typically in most cities do they have them i mean you said that they happen like one or two times a month how, how do you find them where when you're traveling it reddit as well uh google 
Oh, Google. So what do you you just put in Masturbation Club and they have them in most cities? Uh, I wouldn't say most. I mean, there's one in New York. I know I haven't really looked that much in other cities. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I found the theater in Oregon, but, you know, I, I don't suppose they exist. They may, you know, in Indianapolis or Joplin, Missouri. But, uh, you know, I think there's something for everyone in New York or L.A. or Miami. Right. Right. So the big the big cities. Yeah. Yeah. And now have you ever put up because I know that you do Chatterbait and you've done it a couple times like have you ever put do you have any kind of uh like profiles on any kind of adult sites or anything like that i have from time to time but usually just use reddit but i post my own stuff on reddit too for sure well what do you do on reddit and who are you i don't know if you want to give a shout out but you know you can if you want but like what do you do there and what's i don't really know how to work reddit i probably should for my show right because there's a whole uh community of people on there engaging in sexual activities correct yeah yeah well not only that but uh and i'll just keep my name private off of it but uh, i you know also will post pictures of myself videos of myself videos of myself with other people you know my wife and i have posted videos of us fucking on air and just to see people's comments about it oh okay so she knows that you do that over there some of it i mean i've got a profile she doesn't know about and then sometimes it's us yeah, yeah. So what? So because you love that, like that's that exhibitionist in you. So what are the videos that you post of yourself? Oh, just be you know pictures of my cock. Uh, you know, and there's a couple different you know threads in there that I like that are related to that. Whether it's uncut cocks or I, I really like cock rings. So that thread as well. Oh, and what do you dig about cock rings? I had one guy that wore, used them all the time, but it was it was because he had like a getting it up and. St- keeping it up problem what you obviously don't have that what do you dig about the cock rings does it make it last longer or something for you yeah it can it just intensifies the experience i've got a variety of them that are worn in a variety of positions and techniques that you know depending on what i'm doing will just enhance the experience for me explain those i mean i'm gonna tell you as a woman who was with this guy that had them to me it added to the pleasure i like that kind of feeling i think a lot of women haven't experienced that because a lot of guys don't use them but it was something that I w- I liked. It was hot to me. I could feel it. It was different, a guy having sex with you with one on as opposed to without. And it was something new and interesting. So why don't you give some information on how you make it more pleasurable and what you use it for? Because I don't think many yeah, people so, ever have tried one. So the basic ones, you know, I discovered, you know, because like, Everybody just, or at least I thought, like, oh, it's just something that goes over the shaft of your cock and keeps sharp. Yeah. But the really good ones go back behind, they go over your balls and your cock and sit behind there. Oh. Uh, and so, you know, I don't like the metal ones, but, you know, that's sort of your basic. But then I also like either in combination or I've got some that are, you do it all at once, but they'll go, one ring sits back behind your balls and over your cock. And then mm-hmm. the other one goes around the top of your, your scrotum, basically, and cinches your balls down you see a lot of guys when they're jerking off sometimes kind of pull down on their yeah, balls yeah, while yeah. they're doing yeah, it, I know mm-hmm. it kind of does that for you and i really like that experience because my balls really suck up when i get hard mm-hmm. so i don't have like anything hanging so i like to stretch them down it creates a different sensation so i like that too oh interesting i bet you a lot of guys are like oh i'm gonna go buy a fucking cock ring does it does it though also on top of all of that make you last a little bit longer or is it mostly because of the increased sensation for me it's the increased sensation i mean i Mm -hmm. I think you know if you have them restrictive enough you know they can make you last longer i don't like them as restrictive but like it will definitely you know like right before a guy comes like where you get really really hard yeah 
know, you're hard and then you're like fucking hard. It'll be like that the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, the sort of lead up is closer to getting off the entire time, but it doesn't restrict me. I mean, I can get off very quickly or not. Like I can control that. Right. That has that it's not a cock cage. It's a cock ring, which is a very different thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're not into any of that tease and denial stuff for you. No, not for me. And now do you use the cock rings with your wife? Yeah. Yeah. We fucked yesterday and I'll tell I've got one that goes back, like I said, behind your, your balls and your over the shaft of your cock. Right. But then it has a vibrating thing that's back under like in your perineum. Oh, and so that hits her as well. And you? No, well, that's for it, you. It, just for me, yeah. Then you can wear it the other way where it's the vibrating thing instead of being back behind your balls is on. Oh my god, I bet you a lot of guys are gonna be like, I wanna go get one of those. And you said you don't like the metal. What's the material that you silicon. Oh, a sil right, okay, because that feels more natural, correct? But yeah, and the silicon ones you can stretch out because if you're putting it over your cock and your balls, you've got to stretch yeah, it out and get yeah. it back there. The metal ones you have to kind of plop everything through one by one, and that's a little harder to get off. And but I've got a, a fairly robust collection of different styles, and like we really like one. I like it, and my wife does too. But it kind of has like a ring and then a loop that sort of arches over the ring. So mm -hmm. it's a three parts. So you put the big ring over everything, and then put your balls through. So there's like a a ring back behind your cock and your balls and then a little arch yeah. over the top of your scrotum. And so it kind of does it all at once, but it also glows in the dark. Oh, cool. That's so, so funny. But she has a glow in the dark butt plug and the two together, if you get in a dark hotel with blackout curtains, can be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait a second. Could you do me a favor? Because for my Patreon, I always include like pics and stuff, you know? Yeah. Maybe send me a pic of these things because I feel like other people will maybe want to try one out. Because I don't think yeah, a lot sure. of people utilize the cock rings. I, a lot of people, because yeah, yeah. in all my sleeping around, okay? <laughs> and I've slept with a lot of guys. I It was only one guy I came across that use them and I remember it being hot and fun and I think that sure. a lot of people don't actually play around with them or have never tried them and I will say as a woman I enjoy them I'm assuming your wife enjoys them on her end when you wear them and increases her pleasure in some way as well correct because I remember it yeah. did for me yeah for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Send me pics of your cock rings, the ones that you're talking about, and I'll post them. I mean, they don't have to be your specific ones if you want to send me the picture on Amazon no, or I the can, link. Or I you, can the, send you. Yeah, send me a pic of your stash of cock rings. I think that would be interesting. Now, I do have this thing, and it's, you know, it's strictly up to you. Uh, if you want, I have a private Discord channel for my guests. It's free to go on there and post anonymous pics of themselves. The uncensored ones, the ones that I don't really deal with. If you do want to go on there, I will send you a link and you could post stuff on there if you want. It's a private Discord, but it's for free as a guest and you can go get some adoration there if you'd like to. But send me. Yeah, that'd the, be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you the e invite for that. So if people want to see you and uh in all your uncircumcised glory uh they could go sign up for my you'd have to those people have to sign up for my patreon to see you on discord but for you it's free to put out there and i'll put some pics of those cock rings because i think that's a good little tip for people because it is fun and i don't think a lot of people try them out for sure don't you think yeah i'm, I'm a huge proponent yeah 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 so listen kyle i think this was like a great interesting story i you know i like the masturbation angle of it because that is really title of your story right you have a little bit of this cheating and stuff going on but really who you are is a guy who 
loves to fucking masturbate, <laughs> right? I think I think that's a fair fair assessment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't think I've had on before, you know. And it's like not a fetish. I mean, would you think it's a fetish? That might be a better word for it than uh, addiction. Do you think maybe it's a masturbation fetish that you have? Yeah, that could be right. Yeah, I wish I didn't fucking call it an addiction in the beginning because I was very off with that and you corrected me. But I think this is much more of a masturbation fetish. And I'm sure that exists, right? Uh, You're talking to someone, so yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle, so you might go on a Friday for for Fetish Fridays. But anyway, listen, Kyle, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, Thanks in advance for you're going to send in some pics for my Patreon members of the Cockrings and the heads up for some guys to go and try it. I suggest every couple goes out and tries it because it is fun. I'm going to put those on my Patreon. You're going to go into my Discord and put some more interesting stuff over there. I'll send you all of that information. But thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story super interesting thank you appreciate it thank you kyle all right bye everyone thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode if you want to follow the show follow me at strict anonymous on instagram or twitter that's at strict anonymous if you are on youtube make sure to subscribe i love youtube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.